You're listening to the Molly's Place Podcast. Welcome to the Molly's Place Podcast. Tonight we are back with some wrestling. You know, I'm not really into wrestling myself, but lately I've been listening a lot to the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast, and he's been interviewing wrestlers that were famous when I was a kid, and I know Dave is the grand poobah of wrestling, so i got quite a few questions for him. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. We are a minute early. Oh my gosh, is oh my that God. possible? 10, 10 29. 29. Uh, so anyway, uh, Andy was asking about mm-hmm. your hat. Ah. So Dave, do you want to uh, get into your hat first? Yeah, sure. Um, like often uh, times, I'm I'm desperate to figure out what, what hat can I can I use and everything. And I had forgotten to, to bring a hat with me tonight. And I thought I had one in my backpack, just a mm-hmm. regular hat, which I wear a lot. And so before I left, my... How was that? Hold on. Thank God we're not recording. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, that would have been really annoying. Um, so, yeah, I thought, oh, gosh, I don't have a hat. I really don't. And, like, on, on top of the, the cabinet, she was like, well, there's this plastic top hat you can take. It's like, oh, maybe I'll just be taking the plastic <laughs> top hat, you know. Uh, and then she looked up, and then she found this hat. And this hat is called is from the, how, the U.S. House of Representatives, which is going to be backwards and everything. When I went back to America a couple of years ago, I needed mm. to get a hat. And hats were expensive. Mm. And I said to my sister, God, do you have, a, have any? They're not hats? really cheap anymore, are they? They are not. And it's just like, and especially. Just like a regular ball cap. Remember, you give like four or five bucks. Right? Yeah, yeah. And like every single thing that I found that was cheap looking was like 20 bucks, 25 bucks. Right. And I was like, that's, that's even in Target and like Walmart. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm not paying 20 bucks for this. Right. You know? you know what, Dave? This is actually a good conversation, so yeah. we'll just keep this in. Okay. Hi, Dave. Hi, Jim. Okay. So anyway, yeah. Hats are, yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. And so I said, like, I really need hats. And she goes, like, well, let me take a look at my closet. And she goes, like, well, we went to uh, D.C. because they, they, uh, they won a contest and they got a free trip to, to Washington, D.C. Mm. And so they visited the House of Representatives. And for some reason, they got a ton of hats. And she said, like, well, take several of them. It's like, nice. well, thank you, thank you. And it's a well-made hat. This just happens to be really dirty and old now. Right, so kind of lean in, let people see that. U.S. House of Representatives. Yes. Okay, now uh, I'm I'm hoping you guys can hear us out there. So uh, somebody just leave a quick comment, we can hear you. And then, uh, because... If, if this is recording right now, we'll just leave it all in. I think that's great. Yeah, it's Why fun, not? fun stuff. Yeah, fun stuff. Yeah, because this is usually the stuff that you and I talk about, right? Just, this <laughs> exactly. Is this, conversation. Is, this is a real natural right. conversation. This is not the, not the fake stuff that you right, guys right, right. get. So, okay, so what else has been going on? I've been, I've been doing a lot of stuff. And um, actually, last Sunday, actually, should we check to make sure that we, we can be heard or not? Or does it matter? Because uh, nobody really listens to us anyway. Right, 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 right. Dead <laughs> air. We're just talking to each other and having a good time. Dead air is not going to be much different than what we usually do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, I'm sure it's okay. Hey, you want to crack these open? For yes, me I do want to crack. Okay, these guys, open. Yeah. it's Friday, and W Day. A-W- um, I actually, uh, Tomoko, yeah, loud and clear. Great, thanks. Okay, so uh, Tomoko picked these up at the at the supermarket, mm-hmm. and you brought a couple. Down, I brought a couple so, too. So we've got a couple of them tonight. Yeah, A and W. Happy podcast. Happy podcast to you, mm. sir. A long time no see. It's been mm. almost a month. And mm. I was I was telling him right before the uh right before we started recording this that uh you know uh we'll talk whatever what you want to talk about, Jim, and mm. that maybe we should just talk about being overweight every week <laughs> right, because right, that's what right, right. that's what gets the hits on YouTube. Whenever I talk about things like Dracula and Vampires, it's like, oh, nobody wants to listen to Dave. But well, well you can say that. Yeah. 
And I'll say that. No, but, 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 the game. but that, that topic mm-hmm. is the only one that got comments on the Facebook page. So let's be fair about that. Oh, seriously? Yeah, we don't ever get any comments. Oh, okay, great. That, every- That's true. And thank you very much. Uh, oh, God, why can't I remember names? I'm so bad at names. For recommending that wonderful movie. Oh, uh, who Nos- was that? Nosferatu. That's not the guy that. No, 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 no. Nos- I know that. I know he, that. Didn't, he didn't set the comment. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Nosferatu. Um. <laughs> it was a good movie. I really did watch it all mm. and I really enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah, uh, to be honest, Dave, if I'm not mistaken, I mm. think you are the only person received questions on the Facebook page Whoa. so far. Oh, wow. I haven't received anything. Oh, I, I find that unbelievable. That's true. You're you're the only. Hey, Dave. You know that's the. Yeah. I, I I sincerely appreciate mm. that. Thank you very much. Uh, Andy says I approve of the hat, <laughs> although it probably cost taxpayers five thousand dollars. It probably did. Mm. <laughs> Andy, well, that's a good one. It's like six hundred dollar ashtray. <laughs> exactly. Those? Oh God, they're still they're still made made. I'm sure. I'm right. Sure. Mm. Okay. So anyway, yeah. Uh, talking about being fat in Japan, I got plenty of that. Um, Got plenty of fat or plenty of topics? Both. Uh, that's that's one topic that doesn't run out. But it's been interesting. You've been doing some great stuff with uh, with a couple of your friends and everything, and mm-hmm. it's been really really fun to listen mm-hmm. to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's it's been a while since we've done the podcast, and like you said mm-hmm. in your mail, yeah, I'm not making videos recently. Yeah, and this is what I wanted to start with because again, right now what we're doing, mm-hmm. folks, is we're we're just talking like we regularly mm-hmm. do. And and why aren't you making? Uh, I just uh, just busy with the dog. Yeah, just busy with the dog. So it's parenting. Really. Yeah, it's been it's been three weeks since I made a video. It has, and so that's why it's just like. I, I emailed him earlier today. If I was like, "What well, you know? Don't you have any topics? Or are you busy? Or you know, mm-hmm. feeling well? What?" And it's because because of the dog d-o-g yep you know yeah. you, you got to keep your eyes on him yeah um why is he smoking yeah yeah you know he, you know <laughs> he's getting into drugs he's at that yeah. age oh yeah um oh that's too bad you know you just gotta you gotta keep your eyes on him, make sure he's not pissing and shitting all over the floor yeah. and um now i gotta give this little guy credit mm-hmm. that he has been like 99.9 percent positive hitting that's that great. toilet good man and i told tomoko i said you have no idea how lucky we are. Yeah. 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 That, you know, cause when he, when he tinkles on the carpet or mm-hmm. drops a bomb on the, on the hardwood, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. um, she, Oh, why is he doing that? I'm like, he's a puppy. And you yeah. honestly have no idea. How oh, I had a dog when are. I was mm. young and that would, would destroy the house with, with her, mm, yeah. uh, with her odor of uh, going to the bathroom. Yeah. You know, most to. puppies like yeah. that, yeah. especially when it's never been trained. Yeah. You're lucky if he hits the toilet once. Yeah, exactly. If he's even the, in the vicinity of the toilet, yeah, right? Exactly. And he's been really good. Now, um, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I don't think we've made a, uh, I don't think we've made a video since this. No, you you put nothing up on his channel um, either. No. He, has a, he has a YouTube channel, by the way. People. Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. I said to Tomoko, "Do you think we should? Because it's starting to get cold." Yeah. And he's down. You know, he's been sleeping in the cage. Mm-hmm. And it's right there next to the door. Mm-hmm. And you know how nothing's insulated uh-huh, here. And uh-huh. cold air seeps through uh-huh. the edges of the doors sure, and shit sure, like sure. that, right? And I told her, I said, you know, it's getting cold. Mm-hmm. Do you think we should give him a chance to sleep in the bed with us? Uh-huh. I said, if, no, you know, if he, uh, not yet. if he, uh, if he can, if we can get him to pee before mm-hmm. he goes to sleep, mm-hmm. do you think we should give him a chance? Mm-hmm. And she says, no, I don't think mm-hmm. so. And I said, well, when are we going to give him a chance? Because we're getting up in the mornings. And the potty's been clean. He hasn't used it. Okay. So okay. I was like, okay. Well, and I convinced her. I said, let's give him a chance. Mm-hmm. He sleeps with us every night. He's been sleeping with oh, us for almost a month go. now. There you go. And um, 
It's well, wait really a minute, good. wait a minute. When I saw him today, when mm. I first came in, he looked a little flatter. Have you been rolling on him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sleep? <laughs> right. right. Ah, yeah, that's exactly it. Exactly. Um, so uh, what we do is before we go to bed, we make sure mm. he pees. Mm-hmm. And then we go to sleep. Yeah. And he started off, um, it was still a little warm. Mm. So he wasn't getting under the covers with mm. us. Okay. And he wasn't getting up near our face. Uh-huh. He would sleep where my leg and foot, the sure. leg foot bend uh-huh. is. Uh-huh. He would roll up and just lean up against me. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm the boss, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was doing that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. You know, leaning up against so, you. Uh, uh, now it's starting to get colder mm. and he's moving up <laughs> and he's now in between our faces. He's okay. like yeah, curled right up there. right between us yeah. right here. Right. And, uh, what I do is before we go to bed, mm-hmm. we, we get him to pee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if we want to know how you do that or not, but, uh, you've <laughs> well, gone there. So how do you do that? Well, I think he's getting used to it. Okay. Like, well, think, it's training. Yeah. You know, we're uh-huh. putting him on the toilet and say, mm-hmm. go potty, go potty. Uh-huh. And you know, he, he tinkles. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, we, Bring him up, and this really is a family podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Saying words like "tinkle," yeah. Uh, we bring up the toilet, the toilet <laughs> thing, and mm-hmm. we set it in the bedroom. Oh, yeah, that's good. You got to have a place to but go. But he can't jump off the bed; it's too high. <laughs> I guess it would be, yeah. Right? It's, You've it's seen little... our bed? It's yeah, it's, yeah, 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 it's, yeah, as high, yeah. it's as high as his desk, right? Sure. He's not going to jump off of it. Um, all we are saying is give piss a chance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Now I usually wake up around three thirty, four o'clock because I have to pee. Really, you're you're at that age now. Yeah. Okay. So what I do, and mm-hmm. this is so cool, I wake up, and I got to give him total credit for this because you know I really haven't taught him anything, uh-huh. but he's gotten into a cycle of it. He's laying there sleeping. Mm-hmm. I wake up. I have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I wake him up. Mm-hmm. I pick him up and I put mm-hmm. him on the floor, uh-huh. and he kind of sits there and stretches for a second sure and then he walks over and he pees wow and then he comes back and he puts his feet up on the bed for me to pick him up like again. pick me up i want to get yeah. back in the warm bed and it's literally like one minute wow you know that he just, is he, awesome he just gets down goes over pees and comes back and puts his feet up so i Fantastic. i pick him up i grab a tissue wipe off the weenie yeah and <laughs> lay him on top of his face <laughs> <laughs> And then, well, then you don't even need a tissue with that, don't you? Right. Yeah, it's such thick, nice hair. And, and then I get up uh-huh. and I go over to his toilet and I just pee on it. <laughs> and then Tommy's like, damn, that little dog can hold a lot of liquid. God, he splashed all the way over the TV. <laughs> so you just wanted him as an excuse and now you don't have to go all the way downstairs. Right, 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 right. Oh, so uh, that's the method of your madness. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, but yeah, you know, um, He's been sleeping through the night. Like I said, he gets up, he takes his pee, comes back to bed. Mm -hmm. It's been great. Mm -hmm. However, you just said something that's important for for your fans. I mean, Mm -hmm. literally your fans. And that is you haven't been able to make any videos because if Tomoko's aware or what have you, and if he's downstairs, you said, if he knows that you're upstairs, he'll bark. Like, come on, dad, where are you? And I guess you can't really have him walking around here while you're making a video. Damn, Dave. I guess I could. (laughs) Yeah, you know. I guess I could. Yeah, exactly. But. You know, I kind of don't want to. You guys can't see the room here, okay. but there's a lot of stuff here. There is a lot of stuff, and he's a chewer. Oh, he's he, well. Now he's, he he's showing furniture. He's a puppy. He's teething. Right, you know? right, 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 right. Dogs but, are like that. But you you know, gotta watch also, out for his shoes. Your shoes, I should. Say. Oh, he's already gone through uh, two, two, two sets of slip Tomoko slippers. Oh boy! And he's working on a third. And Tomoko, mm. Tomoko just got him like two nights ago, and we're like. Stop chewing on the slippers. Yeah. Uh, now I did get a little bit of advice from my mom. Okay. Uh, deodorant. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Just wipe some deodorant on there, and when he really, you know, that's a, that's a good idea. Yeah. So, um, but you know, she doesn't want deodorant on her on her slippers. Why not? They smell good. Exactly. Uh, well. So yeah, um, you know, it's just it's been great. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's awesome. Oh, I know you love the dog. Yeah, oh, it's great. Love, dog. love him with everything. Yeah. yeah, he's 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 awesome. Good. He's really good. awesome. Good. I, I can't wait. I, I, the thing that surprises me, though, is, as you've said in your comments, you've told me, and, and on your on your Facebook too, with the way that he's been groomed, and it's, it's, he looks mm. great. But man, that is not the same dog that it was a couple months ago. No, it really is not. And he's gotten so big too. Yeah, exactly. You know, for, we, for a miniature poodle, that is. When when we got him, he was one point two kilograms. Really, and he's three kilograms now. There you go. Yeah. Wow, doubled and, weight. And do you saw how long his legs are? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. For for a poodle, yeah. Yeah, that's he's a great dog. Yeah, he's a great dog. He's yeah, he's awesome. Dog. Yay! And you know, good. the thing about the barking, mm-hmm. he really is a quiet dog. Like when you came in, he didn't bark. No, he didn't bark. He saw me. He was really happy. Yeah. You know, you know when people knock on the door, he doesn't bark. Mm-hmm. When we're outside, people walk by, he doesn't bark. Oh, other good. animals go by, he doesn't bark. Oh, he doesn't bark at other animals. No, either. good. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Dave, the last two podcasts, mm-hmm. we did like a half hour of Opie. Yeah. So let's move on. Okay. I think that's a good <laughs> idea. I don't give a that. shit about my Very, very good. Very, very good. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. <laughs> well, I got something kind of interesting. Okay. And, what you got, Dave? And I don't want to talk too much because, again, last podcast, it was me just talking about vampires and stuff. No vampires tonight or anything Halloween-y or anything like that. But Halloween. last Halloweeny, that sounds almost naughty. Um, but last week... Uh, on Sunday, unfortunately, it rained because it mm. was, uh, 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 if I can pronounce this correctly, and I've only been in Japan for like a quarter of a century now, Tayan, which is Tayan Day, which is a, a very auspicious or lucky day, mm. and and I'll get into that a little bit in just a few minutes. But it's uh, Shichigo-san. Shichigo-san yeah. is a celebration right. of for children, uh, three-year-old, five-year-olds, and seven-year-olds. Right. Boys, just to let you know, they stop at five, but girls go all the way to seven. Mm. And my daughter Amy is seven, and so uh, my wife really wanted to go last Sunday, uh, rain or shine, because it was this auspicious, lucky. Wait, day. Whoa, 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 Amy's seven, not Amy's Sarah. Seven. Oh, no. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I know. Amy is seven. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, man, it seems a lot longer. Yeah, but it's not not Sarah. Amy. Yeah, Amy okay. Yeah. Sarah's and, what, like ten? Yeah. Sarah's Sarah's going to be ten. Okay. Uh, in just a few months, and Amy's going to be eight in Jesus. like next month. Yeah. Yeah. So she wanted Yuko is very into these like lucky days and things like this, and it's a very very popular time to take your kids to a shrine mm. and do a little ceremony, and, and it's a nice little ceremony. It's nothing really religious or anything. It's yeah, of course it's a shrine and it's religious, but right. it's not like right. oh, uh, not like a Starbucks cup. Yeah, it's not like a Starbucks okay. cup. Yeah, we can get into that later okay. if you want to. But anyway, she was in a kimono. She came out, you know, just beautiful and everything. And she's also at the age now when she's seven, where she actually wants to get her hair done, and she likes. Mm being in a pretty dress and everything. When they're five and three, it's just like, oh, God, I hate this and everything like that. And it's really, really lovely. And uh, what's interesting is, so is Tayan, I apologize if I'm saying the Japanese wrong. And again, I apologize for not being able to say the Japanese correctly. But what's interesting is, and that's why I brought this up, is I was looking at, at the uh, the internet, if you've heard of that, um, about lucky mm. the lucky calendar, and today is Friday the thirteenth that we're mm-hmm. we're, we're um, recording this, which is of course Jason, you mm-hmm. know, Friday the thirteenth, and everything. Mm. But by chance, today actually happens to be one of these tie-in lucky days today. Okay. So it's just a cultural thing. Like in America, it's like oh, people don't go out. People sometimes even have phobias about mm, Friday the thirteenth. Sure, 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 sure. But here, because of their special calendar that they use, and I don't know too much about it, it happens to be a lucky day. Mm. 
So anyway, what's also fun too, which I thought people might be- hold on, hold on a second. Sure. Now we should mention that on these lucky days, mm-hmm. a lot of people get married. A lot of people get married. A lot of people get buried. A lot of people get buried too. Yeah. If it's a bad day, they'll mm-hmm. actually hold off on the funerals. They will hold off on the funerals and and the weddings and, and stuff the weddings. Like that, yeah. And that's interesting too because these are the type of days where wedding ceremony places are packed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely absolutely packed right, you can't, right, right, you can't right. make a reservation or anything and that's why oftentimes they will give discounts if you get married on these quote-unquote un- unlucky mm, days and right. everything like that yeah on the on the unlucky days mm. i find it kind of ironic that mm. they postpone burials and funeral services on unlucky days because how more unlucky how can you gonna, get? how unlucky <laughs> you know? did how unlucky you're gonna do right. yeah and everything like yeah that. opie did make a video yeah, Opie did. I put a video yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, we took him that. to. A, sorry, we took him to a dog run. Oh, and let him run. I want to see that. Yeah, okay. okay. After, all right, after, back, back, after to, back to the. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, it's just it's something that we do there it, here. It's a it's a really nice um, custom uh, that uh, you, you take your kids to dog you know, run. Yeah, dog <laughs> run. Yeah, that's your kid. My kid. Right. Take him to a, a shrine and everything. You get them all dressed up and take pictures and everything. Now. We're actually going to have her go to a professional photo studio and mm-hmm. take pictures, not this weekend, but next. And that's another cultural mm-hmm. thing that I think is lovely about Japan as opposed to the United <clears> States, <throat> where it's still very, very, very popular to go to a photo studio. To an Olin Mills type. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So to a, a really professional photo studio mm-hmm. and take pictures, not glamour photography, not those kind of, right, 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 but right. I mean, really nice photography of family portraits sure. and everything like this. And I think that's a nice tradition. It's expensive. But mm. it's a nice tradition. Tradition. Mm. Now, are you going to like, uh, you know, like Kitamura Camera? They've mm-hmm. got like a photo section there yeah. where they take take pics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to like that or? Yeah, exactly. We're going to be going to a place that we've done done before where they they have a kimono for rental, and you know, we can oh, we can have their hair done, have her hair done there. We'll probably take take her to someplace else to have her hair done and nice. stuff like that. Nice. So it'll just be a it's a really really nice memory mm. and everything like mm. that. But uh, one thing that I thought was very, very interesting what happened is, luckily for us, while she was in kimono and she was taking a picture and everything, mm. all of her front teeth were there. Oh. And, and I say that because uh, she's seven, and so one of her front teeth was r- really, really, really loose. Mm. And so after we went to the shrine, we visited Yukiko's uh, grandmother, so mm. Amy's great-grandmother, who's 90, mm. so we have a great picture of the two, you know, a 70-year-old and a 90-year-old, right. smiling. I'll show that picture to you after after we, we finish talking. Here. Right. And then we went and to... the go- 70-year-old has more teeth than the 96 No, the, ni- the 90s, she, she has great teeth. Oh, I, think, I hope they're real, but they could mm. be fake. Okay. Um, but anyway, unfortunately, she she couldn't come with us, the, the, the great-grandmother, but we went over had had lunch, but Poor little Amy couldn't really eat. We went to a mm. yakiniku place and she ordered tonkatsu because she loves tonkatsu. But it's like, how can I eat because of my tooth and everything? Because mm. it was so late. It was they just so... pulled it out. Well, that's what happened. Later oh. that night, it came out. Oh, okay. And it was so fun. And this is what I think would be interesting for a mm. lot of people. And that is, um, my daughter is half Japanese, half American. Mm. And so... The it's, tooth very versus well, this is what I was going to say. Yeah. So um, with my daughter Sarah and with with my daughter Amy, the tooth fairy is kind enough to travel all the way to Japan mm-hmm. and 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 perform her toothly duties. Mm-hmm. So I mean, uh, we have some international uh, uh, listeners. So the tooth fairy, basically, if if you don't know, when a child loses their tooth, they put the tooth underneath their pillow mm. and they fall asleep, and then magically the tooth fairy comes, 
takes the tooth and replaces it with a coin, either a dollar or mm. a quarter or something like this. What'd you leave? Uh, 500? Uh, you mean with the tooth fairy leave? Yeah. The tooth fairy uh, left a quarter. I'm sure your daughters don't listen to the podcast. Yes, but my wife does, <laughs> okay. uh, apparently. And so that's fun. But here's what I think was interesting, because mm. my wife told me what uh, was common practice when she was mm. growing up. And that is, if a Japanese child loses an upper tooth... Mm-hmm. They, well, you know, in olden times and what my mm-hmm. wife used to do, they would throw the tooth under the house. Okay. And if they lose a lower tooth, they would throw the tooth on the roof. Right. And she said, well, I'm not sure. This could just be a Shizoka thing. And so I've been asking. Tomoko's students, told me the same thing. Well, that's the whole thing. I've been asking a lot of students this week, and some from Fujian and some from other places around mm. Japan, and it's pretty much the same thing. Right. Some people now, of course, because they're living in condominiums and apartments, right, 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 can't right. dig underneath the foundation right, right, right. and can't, can't chuck around. it up 38 so, floors. So right. I'm not exactly sure what those guys are doing. But here's what's something that's interesting, and I, I, I'm not an expert on this or anything, but one of my uh, students tonight mm. uh, was Brazilian, mm-hmm. uh, or is Brazilian, and she's Brazilian-Japanese, mm. and I, and she lived in Brazil, and I asked her the question, and they do the same thing in Brazil as they do in Japan. They throw it on the roof, they throw it under the Okay, house, no, which I, I thought um, was interesting. I'm sure the question, sorry, I'm sure the question's going to come up. Sure. Why do they do that? And the very simple... I honestly don't remember. Tomoko's told me that. And the very uh, simple answer to that for me is, I don't know. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So neither one of us know. Sorry, and, folks. and Tomoko's on the sofa sleeping, so we can't yeah. dig into her to ask her what it is. Yeah, that what a good question. I guess you're yeah. a lot more inquisitive than I am because it's like I thought, oh, what an interesting story, and then I went on with my life. Right, and we didn't ask they, why. They didn't give a shit. <laughs> I they really, really didn't care. I really couldn't care. I just thought it was a good right. story. But I just think you know, could again, care less if you try. Nah, no, I really, I really could. But it's one of those kind of things where it just—I thought some of our viewers might find it interesting. The difference uh, between you know, uh, what what do kids do with their teeth in America as opposed to what kids do with their teeth? Uh, uh, here we in, go. In Andy says he just asked his wife, and she said they do the same thing in Kansai. Well, thank you very much. You so I guess it is. I guess it's an all Japan kind yeah. of thing. So fun. Yeah. So fun, fun, fun. All right, Dave. Now, what I'm bringing to the table tonight. Okay, we'll bring to the table. All right. Uh, Are you bringing a table, ladder, and chair? You damn straight. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Uh, That's um, I think, you know, I want to talk some wrestling. 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 We haven't yeah. talked wrestling in a while. No long time. And I know that you have been listening to a lot of really good podcasts yeah. regarding now, wrestling. Now, I have to ask you before we get into this. Ask because. Me, ask me. I've sent you a bunch of messages about mm. this, and you never reply to me. I've been really busy. I get that, but yeah. but I but I've told you I'm listening to this. Do you mm. listen to it, and you don't reply? So I don't know. Okay, some ha- of them you, I have because some of them I've listened to before you have, and I'm sorry. Right. We're 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 kind of talking right now. The, the, the listeners like, what the heck? Are okay, so about? anyway, I've been listening to podcasts by Chris Jericho mm. and uh, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. And I sent messages to Dave. Hey, I'm listening to this. He's interviewing this person. Have you heard it? And then I don't get any reply. But for some reason, I suspect that you have been listening to those. Mm-hmm. Well, one of my favorite mm-hmm. ones is, is that you were listening to, and I've mm-hmm. listened to it a couple of times, actually, Stone Cold and, and Ric Flair. I listened mm-hmm. to that a couple of times. I just think Yeah, I've already listened to it. I've listened to it twice. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just a great podcast. Yeah. And uh, no, I haven't heard uh, the one about with Chris Jericho and uh, Hulk Hogan. I'd really like to hear about that mm. and uh, some other things as well. So, well, I mean, this was before Hogan's troubles. Well, you see, that was the whole thing. I was going to ask yeah. you if it was before Hogan's troubles yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. I think I think Hogan is uh, he's no touch right now. Hogan's in a big world of trouble right yeah. now. Hogan's in a big world of trouble. I don't know if he's ever going to be able to come back. Yeah. And the thing about Hogan is. 
I know he has some money in the bank, but I just don't know how he's making any money right now. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not defending the guy, but it's just like, wow, it just must be from making some good money on like t-shirts to making nothing. Mm. You know, it just must, it just must be a yeah. big kick in the pocket. Uh, sorry, before we guys, before we get into the, to the wrestling, Andy said, his wife said she's not 100, uh, not 100% sure, but they throw the bottom teeth up on the roof because they want the next bottom teeth to grow upwards and vice versa. That is very logical. That That is very logical. Now, are sense. they careful if they throw them to the right and the left and stuff like I, that? I doubt that sincerely. But... Man, there are some people here with a can opener in their mouth. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. exactly. Oh, that's true. That's true. Okay. Uh, let's say, so what do you guys think of John Cena and RKO? Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, uh, I listened to Place to Be Nation podcast. I don't know that one. Is that a wrestling I, I'm sorry, I don't know that one either. Okay, anyway, so I've been listening to Chris Jericho mm. and uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Uh, Chris Jericho, I think he's good in his interviews. You yeah. haven't listened to any of them at all? Oh, I've listened to Chris Jericho's, yeah. I've, I've okay. listened to some of them. I, I okay. listened to uh, one of them with uh, CM Punk, I think, a little bit. Okay, so I think in his interview section, he's really, really good. Mm. But his idle chit-chat mm-hmm. between, I really can't can't stand listening to him. Well, see, that's interesting because I've never listened to a full podcast. I rarely listen to full podcasts, except, of course, for ours. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. His, his, don't you know, he, he, he's one of these guys that's so, you know, check out Amazon.com, baby! You know, oh, yeah. putting on all these voices and, mm-hmm. and it's just, it doesn't work, Chris. It's annoying. Yeah. He, he's that's a, interesting because he's good with the mic. Reel it in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah he's not yeah. good at that at all. Yeah. It's really irritating. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, even Tomoko is like... Skip past this. Skip past this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, get it off. Um, That's then, for advertising. Mm-hmm. I heard about Stone Cold's podcast, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin doing a podcast, really? Yeah. Because I've seen him do promos sure. and stuff like that, sure. right? Um, I thought, yeah, he's probably not very not very good. But I had heard that there was an interview with somebody, uh-huh. so I went and listened to it. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Wow, I really, I really like yeah. Stone Cold. Yeah, he, he's I like cool. Him too. Yeah, he's a um, cool guy. And one cool thing about him, mm-hmm. and this is this is not wrestling related. Okay. Um, I think I can pull some big Paulisms from him. Oh, kid, okay. you probably could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you probably, yeah, you probably could. Yeah, he's he's got that Texas draw. Oh, sure, he does. all the slang words and oh, everything. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Dave, uh, as we get into this about wrestling, I want to kind of go back. Yeah, please, back to the heyday. Yeah, 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 yeah. When okay, so as you know, I'm not a big wrestling fan at the moment, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I grew up watching, uh, you know, the Crockett Productions mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what 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 was that? Uh, that wasn't WWF though. That was no, no, that was a that was a regional thing. That was you you probably well I, I, Crockett was his his own set. That could have been that was in Tennessee, right? That could have been WCW, but I mean in in. In Texas, the big one was World Class Championship Wrestling, and that was the one with, with when Steve Austin made made his first appearance and everything. But I don't know if you were you were watching that. That no. was actually my first exposure to wrestling. Now, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. uh, some of the wrestlers that I can remember from mm-hmm. when I was a kid, the, the big name wrestlers mm-hmm. were uh, Ric Flair, mm-hmm. uh, Roddy Piper, yeah, uh, Jake, uh, not Jake Snake, um, Jimmy Snookfly, Jimmy Superfly, Snooka, Snooka. yeah, um, who's in legal problems right now? Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, Blackjack Mulligan. Oh, uh, good old Blackjack. You know, Harley Race and yeah. all those guys. So that's, what was that? That was. Well, I mean, that's hard for me to say. That was probably uh, Crockett Production, maybe NWA. 
Okay. It could have been in NWA. I'm not I sure. I remember WCW or could, it could have been well NWA. NWA I, I don't remember. Before, it could have been WCW, but that's a little bit. Well, I, right. I don't know when you were watching. right, and I remember early WWF. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember some of that. Yeah. Um, so you know, late seventies, early eighties. Mm-hmm. You know, as I was growing up, could really, have even been the AWA. You know, I've I've been to wrestling matches. I've seen like uh, I've seen uh, the Warrior. Mm-hmm. I've seen Macho Man. Wow, you've seen them live? Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we used, we used to go. We used to go down to Cincinnate Gardens, man. and my uncle would get tickets. Oh, that, yeah, that's a memory. Yeah, right there. Macho Man. Yeah, oh, I was a huge Macho Man fan. To, yeah. Well, yeah, I loved Macho Man too. Yeah, he was such a great performer. Yeah, so great in the ring. So anyway, I've been listening to these podcasts, and uh, it's really fun listening to these guys tell mm. stories from the old days. Oh yeah. Uh, the one thing, like you said, and I'm glad that you've listened to this podcast too, is the one with, uh, um, uh. Rick Flair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a two part. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it is one of the best listens. The thing that, and I, and I hate to say this because, <laughs> as you know, I know a lot about wrestling, but I honestly thought because there are a lot of people in wrestling that don't like Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot, and there were a lot of people that didn't like Rick Flair because they felt that, that Flair held their career back and everything. Mm-hmm. And I, honest to God, thought that Steve Austin hated rick flair mm. and it's just like and i listen to this podcast it's like no rick flair was his idol and they mm-hmm. loved it because i remember a couple of times and this is just shows you how how wonderful they are performing i remember when they were actually fighting a couple of times i think in w i think it was wwe mm. and just like and the nature and and steve austin was just great he was saying like i want to ask you a question what the hell is a nature boy <laughs> <laughs> and, and flair is like really pissed off yeah. you know because what why are you a nature boy? Uh, Damn. You know? And I just thought they hated I really thought they hated each other right. because, as I said, you know, like Mick Foley and Ric Flair hated each other for a long time. Um, but no, and then I listened to this podcast like, oh, this is awesome. I was totally, right. totally wrong about this. They, they, they love each other. They tell all these stories oh, behind the scenes stories. stories. Yeah. Now, what got me the most, and if anybody out there is talking about, or sorry, is familiar with Ric Flair from mm-hmm. back in the early mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. You know, with his promos, yeah. the way he mm-hmm. he was always real hot and oh, yeah. pissed off and yeah. screaming mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's so funny to listen to him mm-hmm. just talking because he never stops laughing. Oh, he ne- oh, that's the thing that I've always heard about Ric Flair. Everybody loved being around Ric Flair because he was fun and he was just a great time. I remember Bobby Heenan uh, um, talking about being around Ric Flair, just saying it was the, it was the best time ever. I mean, just yeah. being around Ric and in that group and everything were just. He just, I've, I've seen him in interviews, like, I just, all I remember is always laughing. Yeah. Always laughing. Yeah. Yeah. He's constantly laughing and he goes, oh, I got a story for this. Yeah. And he tells, rambles <laughs> off on a story. Yeah. And Steve Austin's just like, go for it. Go, go for it. Just it, let it go. It. Um, yeah. I think, I think at one point Steve said, you know, I got like six or seven pages of stuff here I want to ask you, but can't get to it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, this, I've, I've heard this podcast. Yeah. 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 It's and great. Then, it's and, then up, or, and then they end up ordering some beers and yeah, everything yeah, like yeah. that. I just, I just like, it was great. Yeah. It was great. Uh, the one thing that I noticed about Ric Flair, his catchphrase, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. He, 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 he said, said a lot. that a lot. He said, are you kidding lot. me? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But yeah, it was really funny listening to him because he's got some great stories. Oh, man, does he. And, and you learn so much about, because I remember some of those feuds, right? And oh, how sure. hot it was and all this and all that. Yeah. And then to find out behind the scenes that they were really, really good buddies. And, of course, yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, he and uh, I mean, he and, and uh, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, mm. I mean, they're legendary matches, but they're really mm. good friends. And they have so much respect for right. each other, you know? 
Now, the one thing I was surprised about mm-hmm. that interview, mm-hmm. there wasn't much talk about Flair versus Piper. Well, you know, Flair and Piper were actually very, very good friends for a very long time. No, but time. I'm talking like in the wrestling, like yeah. they'd have like a, you know, a year-long feud, you mm-hmm. know. I didn't they didn't talk much about Roddy Piper. No, but I guess it just really didn't come up for some reason. Uh, yeah. Well, and you know, on you know, Steve Austin's got two podcasts. No, I did not know that. Yeah, he's got two. One clean, one uncensored. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's that's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh the clean one, the clean one has <laughs> a two tough, has a two-parter tough. with Roddy Piper. Okay. Yeah. No, I did not listen to that one. That's really good too. So yeah, you should listen to that yeah. one too. I think you'd really yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um now, Dave, I gotta ask you, and I hope okay. you know the answer to this. Um, I heard Steve just uh, yesterday I was listening to Steve's podcast and he was talking about dirt sheets. Dirt sheets? Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know what that is. Okay. I'm guessing just from context mm-hmm. that it's uh insider. Stuff about the world of wrestling, oh, okay. That was, maybe, that was put out. Well, maybe he's. I don't know. I, I I don't know. But I mean, maybe he's thinking about you know, wrestling magazines or 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 uh, online things or things like that. You know. That, well, this that was this was like started back in the day. Okay. Um, what they call dirt sheets, uh-huh. and according to him, mm-hmm. people wouldn't read them because they're afraid to get fired. Because mm. really? it was like giving. This is at a time ah. when wrestling was, people thought it was real. Yeah, okay. So um, he said, you know, you could get fired reading those things, but, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of had to look at them mm-hmm. because you could keep up with what's going on within the industry. Oh, I right? see what you're saying. And then okay. um, uh, he said somebody, a guy named Eddie Campbell, I think his name was, I don't okay. know. Uh, anyway, he said that uh, that guy got a lot of heat, and here I'm using, you know, the wrestling term, uh-huh. getting heat. Getting you know. Email, so. um, Got a lot of heat because uh, one of his friends mm-hmm. was somebody that create produced one of these these dirt sheets, mm-hmm. and everybody thought that he was giving him the inside ah, information. Okay, uh-huh. well, it sounds to me through context. Yeah, mm. dirt sheet sounds like you know pre-internet, you know, published mm. uh, insider information about uh, the wrestling business. Mm. That's what it sounds like. And yeah, I could see how one uh, promotion would not really want uh, other people. Mm. But I mean, that's, uh, I don't know why they would do that because I mean, back in the day, and I think this would have made wrestling, you know, why it was really cool back then. It's like people would wrestle in one territory for like five, six months, and then they Mm. would move to another territory for five, six months. So sometimes they'd rent a house or whatever like this. And Mm. I think that would be really, really good. And so Mm. they would have a long feud with somebody and then they'd move on after a half year or something like that. How long has Steve, Steve Austin been around wrestling? He's been around a long time. I remember when he premiered, uh, premiered, I don't know, um, debuted. debuted, yeah, debuted at World Class Championship Wrestling. Um, and Roughly what year? Ballpark. Well, if I had to make Within a decade. Yes, I would have to say maybe, it, well, it was while I was in America, so it had to be in the 80s, probably really? 84, 85 or something You know, like I that. never knew of Steve Austin yeah. until he was WWE against The Rock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, early two no, thousand. He, he had a really good career before he came to the WWF. He was in World Class Championship Wrestling for a while too. But I mean, I I remember him when he was wrestling in World Class Champ. I'm sorry, mm. uh, World Class Championship Wrestling, and then he went mm. on to WCW. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't I didn't know he'd been around that long, but you know, you hear some he of really his had. stories, and it's yeah. like, wait a minute, that was way far back, and yeah, I don't remember him. In anything before the early 2000s. Yeah, no, no, no. He's he's he he paid his dues. Yeah. When was the uh the Rock Triple H 
big, big feud going on. Well, was that mid nineties? Yeah, that would have been the mid late nineties, late nineties, late nineties. And that's unfortunately the time when I didn't have uh, access to the internet and uh, there was really nothing uh, available for me. So I missed the whole attitude area. You know, Dave, era. I'm a, I, I actually, I, I can pinpoint this now. Okay. I had actually already lost my weight because okay. I bought a triple H shirt. Oh, did you? Yeah. Cause that's a great logo. The I had a, H- I had a triple H shirt. Triple yeah. H shirt? And I used to wear that tucked into my jeans. So yeah. I had already lost my weight. So we're looking between 99 mm-hmm. and 2000. Yeah. Three yeah. two thousand four, probably around there. Though. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's when I was, and you know, we had Sky Perfect TV, and we were, we would get the WWE, and I would oh, watch it. You know, man. every you know, I'd catch it every time it was on TV, and I was following it at that time. So there was The Rock, and, yeah. Uh, but Steve Austin, I don't remember Steve Austin at that time. He could have. I I don't know when he he left, but he was. He always had his his big thing was uh, the the whole Vince McMahon versus Steve Steve Austin the mm. man kind of thing. So I don't know. It, maybe it depended on what show you saw because okay. sometimes they would keep it to one show in, in particular. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But again, it's unfortunately, and this is just sad. That's a a whole aspect of of some what some people consider the most exciting era of wrestling that i never got to see mm. live or i never got to really participate it was in fun like I, you know, it got me back into it you know well it got a lot of people back into it mm. and a lot of people are saying you know that's the problem because right now the state of the industry in japan also but in america it's, it's going down and a lot of people say because it's the pg era i mm. kind of disagree with that to a certain mm. degree because wrestling was huge in the 80s when it was very PG, very, very much for kids. And then it went up to another, then it got a little boring a little bit. I personally think the main reason why wrestling has gotten uh, stagnant in the United States is because there's just no competition. And and I used to really go back and forth. I used to love to go back and forth between WCW and uh, WWF. Yeah. I really used to enjoy it. And, and, and when one, I would go between WWE and NWA. That would be WCW. Okay. Because okay. N- NWA, uh, they, uh, they combined. What, 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 what was the one where, he, where Hulk was Hollywood Hogan? Hollywood Hogan was WCW. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that was the thing. It was just, it was a great thing for the wrestlers too, because I mean, you know, once their, their storylines, you know, once they wrestle just about everybody, and that was the great thing about the territory mm. system, because, okay, fine. I've wrestled everybody in this territory. No problem, because now I'm going to go to this territory mm. and I'll be the main bad guy there. And it just kept everything fresh and everybody learned the trade. Mm. And as, as Triple H, who I have a lot of respect for, some people don't like him. I think, I actually think he loves the business, first of all. Oh yeah. And he loves the business. And I think he's trying to really, uh, help support the business. He's actually said that the WCW have been victims of their own success because back in the heyday, when W when the WWE would get somebody big and good, it's because well they'd been they'd been wrestling for a decade, so they, right, 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 they knew right, how to right. do a promo, they knew how to right. to tell a story in the ring. But now they're getting kids, and that's a problem they're also seeing too. They you get kids that have just you know, now I'm going to sound like an old man. You get kids. He just started at the company, and they want to be champion within three weeks. Right, you know? right, 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 and, right, right. Yeah, sure, Brock Lesnar can do it because he's Brock freaking Lesnar. But, I mean, <laughs> you can't, you know. Well, you, you're obviously you're aware of the the NXT, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I love NXT. That's that's their school. Yeah. Well, WWF school, right? Yeah, and I, I love the – I've only been able to see a couple of episodes, and I really mm. should get this on the online. But the, the episodes that I, I've seen, I've loved because – it's really old style. I mean, there are no pyrotechnics really, and mm. it's just like uh, it's a, it's like the old style what we used to grow up right. in watching a wrestling match. And um, 
I, I, I like it. It's a little bit more old school. Okay. Um, and I love young kids trying to prove themselves. It's great. Right. So Jericho, mm-hmm. if you if you get to his podcast, mm-hmm. he's got a good two-parter with Triple H. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. They talk a lot about mm-hmm. the business. Yeah. Um, the I business would love to hear that. And uh, he talks about, uh, you know, they were they were getting to a point, you know, it's only the WWE now. Yeah. And where are we going to get our our new wrestlers? Yes. And that's and the the idea of the training school was mm-hmm. Triple H's. Yeah. Yeah. And he floated that to Vince, uh, and Vince said, it's yours. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like, oh, shit, how am I going to do yeah, this? How am I going to do this? Okay, right. great. You know, but, he didn't, but, but he didn't want to ask Vince for help because yeah. he wanted to, yeah. to prove that he could do it, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So anyway, what he the way he explained it, and I mean, you, you're prob- you probably know about it, but anybody that doesn't, um, it's like they're live – the WWE's live show mm-hmm. on a smaller scale. Exactly. That's why I like it. And he said, so when, when these people are coming up through the ranks mm-hmm. on there, mm-hmm. when they finally get to the big show, they come out and they're like, oh, this is the same thing I've been wrestling in, just a little bigger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He said, you know, the ramps and all that, they're yeah, shorter, uh-huh. but it's the same look yeah, and everything. Uh-huh. So, yeah, um, interesting. I thought, because he said, you know, we, we need a pool like yeah. like the like the NFL. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So that's why they started up the, the, the school. Yeah, I think so. And so uh, it, it's sad. I mean, I've never, I hate to say this and I'll admit it though, I've never been to a wrestling match. I, I, yeah, I've never been to a wrestling match because, to be honest, when I was in America, I never, I, I liked wrestling, but I just never was in a position to, I didn't have any friends that wanted to go with me. And I just want to go to a wrestling match. Yeah, they're right over there. Which, where? They're right next to my back. Yeah. I hope they're still a little cold. Um, so yeah, I really feel bad about this because even my wife has gone to a wrestling match in Japan is before we met. She's like, damn! But the state of wrestling in, in Japan is really just sad right now. Yeah, it's really, really, really sad. Why don't you go ahead? I'm, I'm still working on this. Thanks, Dave. So there you go. But uh, one thing, if I can bring it in one podcast again, that surprised me about mm. um, Stone Cold is he had a great wrestler who's probably going to be a, uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Michael Hayes, Michael P.S. Hayes. Don't know. Oh yes, you do. He is from the fabulous uh, Freebirds and everything, and they oh, okay. they really changed the wrestling business. And I had no idea, no idea that again Stone Cold and Michael P.S. Hayes were really connected. As a matter of fact, Michael P.S. Hayes, Stone Cold said, like if there weren't Michael P.S. Hayes helping Stone Cold, there'd be no Stone Cold. Because mm. and it's just amazing. And then. Great stories there. I mm. mean, boy, Michael Hayes is just uh, that's that's old school right there. And he was telling us because what was happening? It was Michael P.S. Hayes, mm-hmm. and P.S. meant uh, I think it was pure sexy. <laughs> and, but the whole thing was is that he and this is I loved this story because I knew in one of the territories he was having this big feud with um, a million dollar man Ted DiBiase. Before mm-hmm. he's a million dollar man, he was a cowboy. And what happened was, is, and Ted DiBiase came up with the idea, instead of uh, pure sexy, it was prissy sissy. Yeah. And I mean, but again, this is back in the day when, you know, people didn't curse or anything. And it was great. So he started like, you're just a prissy sissy. And I remember seeing him on some shows and everything, and the, and the crowd was like, prissy sissy, prissy mm. sissy. And he'd get really pissed off mm. about this. I'm not a prissy sissy, you know, all that kind of right. stuff. And, you know, this is back in the day when I didn't know what the heck was right, going right, on. Right, right, right. I didn't know anything was work or anything like this. 
And as he was saying to Stone Cold, you know, Stone Cold said, like, man, that whole prissy sissy thing was great. He was like, yeah, it was great because I sold it. It's just like, yeah, now that I see it, it's just right, like, right, right, the right, reason right. why it was working is because you gave the great reaction of it mm. really pissing you off. And you were just going with it because you loved it. Right. And now, I, that's what I just love about that business. One thing, we all know that wrestling is, we're going to use the word fake. Mm-hmm. But these guys really beat the shit out of each other, don't they? It's I I I don't I would if I may. Oh, I sorry, 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 sorry. Let me rephrase that. Mm-hmm. They inflict pain that we couldn't handle. No, absolutely. <laughs> I, the way that I think it should be actually termed mm. now, I think it should be it's a predetermined match. Okay, it's a predetermined match. The outcome is predetermined. That's why you really should not bet on wrestling. And people do. Right, 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 um, right. And people sometimes bet big money, apparently. Right. Right. Um, it is a predetermined match. But in my opinion, there are a lot of Olympic sports that are the same way as well. Uh, mm. I'm looking at you, ice skating um, <laughs> and everything like that. But, yeah, they, well, you know, the big problem that the WWF has right now is their current champion, some pretty boys guy, just got image, just got um, injured Uh I want to say Rowan Atkinson's, but he's Mr. Bean. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> I know his name. I'm just joking. But he got injured, and so they're going to have to have a tournament because mm. he came down or he 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 hurt his leg on a, on a trip. I think it was to Ireland. I think they were doing a tour in Ireland recently. And so he's out for six, seven months. Mm. You know, he's just, he's just, he's, he can't, can't, mm. can't do it. Now, I, I don't follow wrestling, mm. but I see things here yeah. and there, uh-huh. right? Um, I saw a video. I uh, said so stage is maybe a better word. Stage, okay, yeah, stage. Yeah, but they, word. I mean, these guys hurt each other. Yeah, they do. I mean, I wouldn't want to take some of the chops and no, 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 thrown no, off no, the ropes no, and no, shit no, like that that, no, 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 that no, happens no. to them. No, no yeah. thanks. Everybody has said that being thrown into the ropes actually hurts. Yeah. And even the guys that do it really well, like like uh, Randy Macho Man says, like, it hurts all the time. Mm. You know, it just hurts. Who was it? Uh, somebody said that they, had, they were working with Macho Man, mm-hmm. and... During their practice, mm-hmm. practice stage, mm-hmm. he said Macho Man was just flawless. Yeah. You know, he's smooth. Oh, he's and, amazing. He was an amazing man. Like, he didn't hurt you. You know, yeah. his, his slaps, you know, yeah. they were convincing, but they yeah. didn't hurt, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. And he said then when the show came on, uh-huh. he ramped it up like 100%. <laughs> just, just, just beat the shit right out of really? it. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Really, really, really. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh Anyway, um, that's fun. I, I don't I don't follow wrestling very very much. Uh-huh. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of following old wrestling recently yeah, because after listening to all this stuff, I actually I'm going have, back and watching matches. Unfortunately, I, I think they've had to take a lot of the DVDs out of, of like uh, the video stores now. But there are some video stores that had a huge selection of you know the you know Survivor Series 1990 or whatever. And I mm. wish I had rented those at the time. You know, right. watched them. That would have been fun. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So I was watching something online. It's probably been a couple of years, mm-hmm. but there was uh, the 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 champ at the time, Daniel. Daniel Bryan, maybe. Yeah, probably Daniel with Bryan. a beard and mustache. Yeah, yeah, Daniel Bryan. Okay, flying goat. He went. I, I think he was uh, visiting a cancer patient. Yeah. Whoa, man. What a you know the video story. I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah, okay, I've seen okay. it many times. Okay. My question is this. Okay, that great story. Hey, oh, I, wonderful. Hey, I respect the guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. hundred times yeah, over yeah. for for mm-hmm. for that just Daniel that story Bryan. alone. Yeah, but it seems like a great guy. Mm-hmm. But he's the champ. Yeah, that was a hit. that was a big problem. 
Um, he doesn't look. He doesn't look like well, I a mean, rock or he, Stone he's, Cold. He's not or the, Hulk he's not the champ or, now. And I mean, that was the big thing. Mm-hmm. This is a big thing that's happening in, in wrestling right now. You get uh, you're getting a lot of people that are thought of as non traditional mm-hmm. trying to be in in in, uh, in in the champion position right now. And I mean, to be honest, you got you got to give the tip of the hat to Chris Jericho because he's one of the few guys that ushered in the era of people who are not Hulk Hogan size mm. being able to be a champion. I mean, mm. somebody who had great technical ability like Chris Jericho and, but not huge, but he did have muscles with Daniel Bryan, apparently. And again, this is where I apologize to everybody because I just didn't, wasn't able to follow his career. He apparently was absolutely amazing in the ind- independent tour, okay. uh, in the independent circuit and everything like, like uh, CM Punk. Mm. Um, but uh, he's just a small guy. And this, this brings up uh, a quote uh, in a conversation that I heard from Dave, Dave Batista. Mm. Uh, he's saying, like, look, you know, I love Daniel Bryan. And, and this is Dave Batista talking. Uh, and he said, I love Daniel Bryan, and I think he's a great guy. But, I mean, it gets to a point where it's like, you know, uh, is, is it believable? Mm. And, I, and I, I understand his point because there was a time back in the day where I, I hate to say this about Ric Flair – it was just beginning to become unbelievable when he mm. would get into the, the ring with Vader or even Lex Lugan, thinking like, how in the hell is this guy who is outweighed by a couple of hundred pounds mm. going to convincingly win this match? And especially if like a Dave Batista is in mm. the ring or or a Brock Lesnar. Mm. I mean, a Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah, he's a monster. Oh, and then, and then he's talented. I mean, any way you want to measure talented wrestling ability-wise – Brock has it. He's not great in the. He's not great at the mic, but he knows he's not great at the mic. And I mm. think mic ability is overrated. That's why you have managers, and that's why you should bring back managers. Mm. But how believable is it to get? Unless you really do some kind of stuff like a th- uh, 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 three-way match or whatever for a Daniel Bryan to do this. But that's exactly the same problem with CM Punk, in my personal opinion. I remember. And I think I might have said this on a, a past podcast. I remember reading this story about when CM Punk was uh, champion, when he arrived at some venue, uh, the security there, who didn't know anything about wrestling, wouldn't allow him in because mm. he didn't think he was a wrestler. He mm. just thought he was some punk. Mm. <laughs> no, because he just wasn't big enough. And I mean, yeah, he's he's talented in the ring, and I know people love him a lot, but I, never, I was never a huge punk fan. Mm. But I mean, yeah. John Cena, whether you like him or not, damn, you yeah, know, yeah, you know. Well, he damn. looks, he's, he looks, he looks the part. Well, he looks the part, but he's he he spends a hell of a lot of time in the gym. And he's gigantic and everything, so it's like, yeah, it's believable for like a Cena to go up against Brock Lesnar and maybe to beat Brock Lesnar. But you put in Daniel Bryan, who, and again, I love that guy, and unfortunately, I don't know if he's ever going to mm. be able to wrestle again because he's just so injured. Mm. Um, and that's one of the reasons why you got to be big. That's one of the reasons why sumo wrestlers gain that weight mm. because it pads their body right. and the shock and everything. When you're bigger like that up against big guys, I mean, that's why Ray 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 Ray, Ray Mysterio was having problems. I mean, he's a tiny guy. Mm. Um, you know, it just takes a beating on your body. You know, so it, it's it's a hard thing. So yeah, I can see why there's a believability problem. Mm. Right there. He would have been a cruiserweight, and he is a cruiserweight, Danny Bryan. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. The, uh, just the the recent. Yeah. Well, well, at least at that time. Like I said, I wasn't very impressed with with Daniel being the the champ mm-hmm. because he just didn't look the part. Yeah, you know, and it, he, and that's one of the reasons. That's one of the pe- reason why people like him. Well, and you know, I don't even think he needs to. Just for me, mm-hmm. 
I don't even think he needs to be big and yeah. muscular uh-huh. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, he would go out there in just like a t-shirt and yeah. a scraggly beard and but that was one of the that was one of the things that and he's just um, like a regular guy. A great video on YouTube, and maybe mm. I can find it for you, is they he basically that was part of the storyline. Mm. Okay. Because because the authority uh of of uh Triple H and his wife, mm. Stephanie, were saying, like, look, you're a great wrestler, Dan. We love you, but you're not a level material. No. And I mean, so that was a part of the storyline. Okay, gotcha, like gotcha, gotcha. And there's a great video, and the best part about wrestling is when it comes naturally. Mm. And they and the authority and even some of the old legends and everything are in the middle of the ring mm. with Dan and Brian and everything. And Stephanie's trying to do this thing. And this naturally every, and everybody in the in the arena is going, Daniel Bryan. Mm. And it's just deafening and they have to stop and everything. And all the other wrestlers are just like laughing and Daniel Bryan's like, wow. And even the even the announcers like, this is what makes the WWE wonderful. This kind of net, na- and that's mm. old school. That's what I imagine the Attitude mm. Era of Stone Cold when the when the crowd was really into mm. it. And that's what I've said. Uh, I, I've I've heard uh, Stone Cold complaining actually, like John Cena is like, man, back in my day, there was never any area of the of the stadium that was covered up, mm. and it was a hell of a lot louder. And the 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 tapes that I've seen back in the day. Yeah, the fans were a heck of a yeah, lot yeah, more yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, a hell of a lot more into yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you know, the stories did start to get a little goofy. Yeah, they did. You, you know? know, but I mean, that's another problem too. I just they they just they have to because the pay per views and everything go through story again and story and right. story and story and story. Yeah, and and I got uh, there's somebody like uh, Shawn Michaels was also not big, and again that was another problem. But uh, with some people that have with Shawn Michaels, but he's actually Shawn Michaels is actually a hell of a lot bigger than you think he is. Mm. But but when he's next to Diesel, you know, right. and he looks small next to Diesel. And at the same time, Ric Flair's a hell of a lot bigger than you think he yes, is. Yes, he is, and he's a big guy. Yeah. But, I mean, he's like he's, he's like six two or six three, right? Uh, he, I think he's about. Uh, I don't know because he's 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 old enough. But he he was always he was always listed as like six. And he's probably with the boots, probably about six one. Right. But and he's not tiny, and he's a big, strong guy. Right. And he, and he said he wrestled at like two thirty five. Yeah, he was a huge guy, and, and two thirty five is and, probably and as, light. And as you heard earlier in in that mm. podcast, when he first got into wrestling, he was like three hundred pounds. Yeah, he was a big fat guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so he was no, a big he was, boy. Mm. He was a natural, a natural athlete. Mm. I mean, Ric Flair is just right. an athlete. Right. Uh, now DDP. Yeah. Diamond Dallas Page. Love the guy. Uh, I just uh, wish he would make more videos on YouTube. I, I check, I, I subscribe <laughs> to his channel, and I just wish he would make more more videos. His yoga videos? Or I, or anything. anything, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it interesting mm-hmm. uh, that he, did you, have you heard the, the DDP interview? No, that one I haven't. Okay, so I'm, I'm not going to spoil too much for okay, you. Okay, well, Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Stone Cold was asking him about his year-long feud with Macho Man. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh, Which made his career, by the way. Exactly. And he loves Macho Man. I, oh, when Macho Man died, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Mm. If you ever want to hear something, I'll just put tears in your eyes. The way that DDP just talks about Macho Man well, and everything is just amazing. Is that on YouTube? Yeah, it's on I'll YouTube. find it. Yeah. Um, you got me. I, I want to see it. I apologize. No, no, no. I want to. Okay. No, no, no. I want to see it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check yeah. that out. Um, I don't know who was in charge of. God, man, the names are just slipping me at the moment. Probably um, Iron Anderson. Yeah, exactly. It was Arn Anderson. Yeah. Uh, Arn Anderson said to DDP, "Macho Man will never put you over." Yeah. 
he'll never give you he'll never give you your shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know they were having that feud, uh-huh. and he was and and he told him he says basically like what you said, Trip mm-hmm. White, their story. But this was actual back behind the scenes talk. Oh. Arn Anderson told DDP, yeah. "You're not a class material." Yeah. You're not an A-class wrestler, yeah. and Macho Man's never going to put you over. Yeah. And he said, we had this feud going on for uh-huh. like a year, going uh-huh. on, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he says, one night, uh, yeah. Arn came in, and I have to do this. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah, go for it. Arn came in, and he said said to uh, Randy, mm-hmm. uh, so what do you want to do tonight? And he says, uh, DDP was standing there, and Randy was lacing up his boots, and he goes, yeah, I think I want to take the diamond cutter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's what put him over. Yeah, and absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and got him to be champ. Yeah, made DDP's career. So, with that in mind, mm-hmm. how much control do the individual wrestlers have over who gets the belt? It depends on um, it depends because, because, on the wrestler. Well, like Macho Man's never going to put you over, but if Vince tells him, "Hey, we want DDP to be the champ." It doesn't work that way? It depends on their contract. I mean, Hulk Hogan had a stipulation in his contract for a very long time that mm. basically he controlled his storyline. Mm. And so that's why you have bookers. And bookers are people in, in um, wrestling who basically figure out what's going to go on. I mean, mm. they were, in a lot of ways, they were before the writers. I don't know what bookers do now in in, in the WWE as opposed to what the writing staff does. Mm. But in, in the old territorial ways, the bookers would would literally put the the wrestlers together and figure out who's going to go over mm. and who's going to be the champ and everything like that. Well, when when of course some wrestlers are more popular mm. uh, than others. I mean, basically, you know, Andre the Giant did whatever the hell he wanted to. You didn't tell Andre the Giant what sure what to do unless he wanted to do it. Mm. Um, but yeah, some wrestlers that are huge like Hogan apparently had stipulations in their in their contract that they they control their storylines. And that used to really infuriate a lot of wrestlers. Mm. And I, who, who had that ability? I don't know. And, but I mean, the whole, oh, I don't want to get into the, like the, go ahead. The, the, the screw job, the screw job of, um, Brett Hitman Hart. But I mean, the whole idea was that he was going to leave the WWE and go to WCW without dropping the belt. And that's, uh, this is a whole different kind of okay. because I, I just see Shawn Michaels here, <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, when you're told to drop the belt, you have to drop the belt. Mm. You know, that's how, so. I've always thought about it, but it's a little bit more complicated depending on the wrestler you're talking about. Okay. Like a legend like um, Macho, Macho Man. Man, he he pretty much was probably at that time able to call whatever he wanted to do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I thought, you know, I've always thought that, you know, it was like Vince. Mm. Okay. We need we need a new champion. Well, and Vince does have that. I mean, well, he, Vince well, he Vince. may he may ne- negotiate it with him, right? Well, I would imagine if it got to that point, uh, Vince would be basically like, you drop the belt, you know? Mm. Okay. Or, okay, well, we'll buy out your contract, whatever. There's a lot of the things mm. you can do. But in small territorial territorial area, it's like, no, I'm, I'm leaving. Right, 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 <laughs> you know right, 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 right. So it's, uh, you it's, want to uh, stay with the big bucks, you'll yeah. do what Vince says. Yeah. Um, now, another thing, uh, before we get going here, we're hitting our hour mark. Yeah. Um, Vince McMahon Jr., mm-hmm. uh, who's currently the leader of the WWE, right? Vince McMahon Jr. Yeah. Oh, oh Vince. Yeah. Vince. Vince. Yeah. Vince. Yeah, Vince. Okay. We got to say Junior because his yeah. father was yeah, senior, okay. And I've only picked up Senior these past couple of weeks. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, so Vince is running the WWE. Yeah. Um. Every story that I've ever known of him, mm-hmm. he comes off as a real goofball. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he he always comes off as a doofus. Okay. Uncoordinated. You know, just just an idiot. Um. But he really is a visionary, isn't he? Oh, absolutely. He oh, my God. You know, 
he's i don't know how you want to say it he's the he's the hugh hefner of wrestler and uh, wrestling and yeah. that would be a good way of describing him in some ways i now. mean he really took oh he he totally for better or for worse mm. he reinvented the genre yeah he really did he really he did yeah changed it. yeah um and even if even if you think even if you think wrestling is stupid and you hate it you got to give vince credit for yeah. what look what he's done with that company exactly yeah oh my god yeah. um who was it? Ric Flair said that uh, he bought the WCW stuff for $5 million. Yeah. Their back catalog yeah. of videos and everything. Yeah. yeah. There are a lot of wrestlers like a Ric Flair and everything. Mm. When they find out how little money he had to pay for that mm. or how little money he paid for WCW at the time from um, Turner, Ted Turner mm. had WCW. And that's the thing about uh, rich people who know nothing about what they're buying shouldn't mm. do it. Gonna, you get a lot of rich people like buying you know, football teams or whatever, mm. and they don't, they, they don't even know, they couldn't even recognize a football, you know. Mm. They saw right, 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 right. And so Ted Turner hired a bunch of idiots who just put, you know, WCW into the ground, basically, because for a while, WCW was beating the WWE mm. in ratings and everything. That's the, the Monday Night Wars, you mm. know, which they've made movies and documentaries. Mm. Um, but for, for such little money that he sold that for, because they were just basically trying to dump it, um, it's just, it's shocked. Like, Ric Flair probably at the time could have bought it. I, I don't know, because Ric Flair's had some money problems. Lots of money problems. Mm. But, I mean, I know there were some big wrestlers. Like, I mean, Hulk Hogan probably could have at the time bought it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, so let's hit these real quick. Okay. Uh, Critical Hit asks, have you guys seen The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke? I've of seen course. most of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There are a couple parts I didn't see of it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Who'd they say that's roughly based on? Was it? Now, some people are thinking it's a little bit based on Ric Flair. I would have to say it's a little bit based on a little bit of composite of maybe Jake the Snake. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I heard. Like Jake that. the Snake, right? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. okay, uh, and you know, God bless him for getting back in. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I mean, he's got his ups and downs. He but... does have his ups and downs, but yeah, he's he's, he's, he's really got, come well, a long way. Man, he's really helped him. What a lot. was that movie, Dave, that you told me about in in the in the current corner or in the in the ring or what was it called? The... Uh, I can't remember now. But Jake the Snake has uh, his own documentary out right now, like the Resurrection. Yeah, the yeah, Resurrection, yeah. I want to see that. The Resurrection um, of Jake the Snake. No, you you told me this movie, like. I'm I'm sorry. I just I'm just dropping in in, right in, the, in the center ring or something like that. Uh, and you know that sounds familiar. I just can't think of it. And right they now. were following Jake's snake around, yeah. and he was in his hotel room oh, drinking yeah. and all messed up. Oh my! And with his God. daughter and everything. Yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, even if he's slipping here and there, God yeah. bless him for. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not a religious person. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Jambo P26. Oops, sorry. Uh, Jambo P26 is saying uh, Sky Perfect TV. They show the J League now, right? That is what you're thinking of is J Sky Sports. Okay. Uh, uh, Sky Perfect TV is a satellite TV. Mm-hmm. So you get like, you know, Fox and mm-hmm. AXN and all these different channels. And they have like J Sky Sports and Gaona yeah. and yeah. Yeah. things like that. Yeah. So yeah, Sky Perfect T- TV yeah. is a satellite TV. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dennis mm-hmm. Barrow says something and, I, and, and he makes a good point when we were saying that. Uh, Which one? Did, uh, right up here. Uh, that like the WWE's the only. Um, thing in town no it's not i mean there there are the ring of honor which mm-hmm. which i've heard good things of wow tna though i mean I, I i saw a couple of their things in japan and one of them was actually pay-per-view and i couldn't believe how slapped together that thing was and i just keep hearing uh, you know back in the day i thought oh man with when hogan was there and and rick flair and was there and some other like samoa joe and everything like that it's like wow that's this could be you know a big thing and i just keep hearing 
is TNA going to be around for, for a few more mm. months and everything? I hope they are. I mean, I really would hope TNA is around mm. for, for a while, but um, I just don't, I just don't think so. Okay. TNA, just one thing about TNA. TNA, I think, made a mistake, and it's a very, very difficult thing. When TNA first opened and they first started, they had a lot of new guys, nobody who knew they were and everything like that, and they, they would occasionally get some um, WWE people. But then they started getting too many, in my opinion, old-timers, like the Ric Flair and the Hogans and everything, who couldn't wrestle anymore, got all the money and all the, and all the, uh, the, the TV time and everything, and I really think that hurt the product. Mm. From from the limited shows that I saw. Now uh, we've got the the Four Horsemen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was uh, Ric Flair. Well, you know, it, just, it, it depends on on which uh, on which uh, uh, group you're talking about. Ric Flair and JJ uh, Dillon was the manager. JJ Dillon, Ric Flair, uh, Iron, and Ole Anderson. Right. And uh, let's see. Oh, why can't I think of it? His his face. Uh, Telly Blanchard. Telly Blanchard. That was the original. I think Ollie and Ollie, uh, Ollie and Arn Anderson, Arn Anderson, Ric Flair, of course, Ric Flair, and uh, Tully Blanchard. Tully Blanchard. Now, in that interview with mm-hmm. with Ric Flair, he names five people. Well, yeah, there were several, and they're and, and JJ Dillon. Okay, I don't remember. Yeah, I can't that, he was exactly basically the manager. Names. Yeah, and then there would be some people that would move in, and then you know, Lex Luger would come in, uh, and and even Barry Windham was, uh, I think. Uh, Chris Benoit was for a while. I think they were trying to resurrect uh, the Four Horsemen for for a while. Mm. Yeah. Chris Benoit, he's the guy that killed his family. Right? Yes, yeah. yes, man, yeah, steroids. Yeah, uh, man, there's there has been. Oh, Dave, one thing I wanted to ask you. Mm. You know, we'll, we'll close we'll close it out with this. Okay, let's name some of the the funny wrestling moves. Oh, some of the names they give these moves. Now, one night, Dave and I were sitting around talking. Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's, the people's elbow. The people's elbow. Yeah. <laughs> you, I was pissing myself yeah. laughing. Yeah, so yeah, funny. yeah. Okay, so we got the people's elbow. Uh huh. We got the diamond cutter. The diamond cutter. What, what is a great? What name. exactly is a diamond cutter? Uh, I, you know, I unfortunately because I'm I'm so busy now, I've, I'm forgetting a lot of the wrestling. Terms because I used to really know a lot of the, the what they were called. I can't I can't remember what it's called now. I'm so sorry. Okay, it's a forward. Uh, I can't remember. What okay, it's anyway. Now. Okay, yeah. so, so we got the people's elbow, the diamond cutter, and then uh, uh, what's Steve Austin's move called? The one where he drops him on on the shoulder. Uh, you see, this is where I guess I'm tired. That's that was called the uh, the. Why can't I think of these things now? Maybe we're gonna have to edit this out. Cause it's embarrassing. <laughs> It was this cold, cold stone stunner. Why? Oh, the stunner, why, the stunner. Why stunner, am stunner, I not stunner. thinking about this like instantaneously? I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, what did Hogan have? Oh, he had the leg drop. He had the leg drop, which everybody hated because they just like, are you really? Are you saying that this is supposed to be your finisher and everything? And apparently, the problem with the leg drop is that really is hard. It was hard on Hogan's body. Right, 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 right. I heard it messed his really, back up. Really, really messed his back up. It was really, really tough. Right. He should have gone with something else. But you know, as big as he, as big as he is, mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. Not very, you know, he was never much of a, a good, he wasn't really a good wrestler. No, everybody says he wasn't a very mm. good technical wrestler, and he wasn't. I mean, because back in the day, but you have to understand, back in the 70s he didn't really and 80s, move really well. But, but back in the 70s and 80s, a lot of people weren't good wrestlers. I mean, they just, you know, they were lethargic, and mm. that was part of being a big guy. You didn't want to be fast and everything. Fast was for the small guys. Big guys were slow and lethargic and Hulk-like, you know. Right, right, so, right, you know, right. and that's why... That's why, really, somebody who was innovative for that kind of size was uh, Big Show. 
Because, I mean, he's a gigantic guy, but he really could move when he was younger. Mm. He was doing leg drops, you know, just right. like, yeah. Uh, Undertaker's a big guy, right? Oh, he's huge. He was gigantic. Yeah. It, tall, like 6'8", six, 6'9"? Six, oh, like, yeah, like something Hogan. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, taller than Hogan. He's taller than oh, Hogan. Oh, he's taller than Hogan? Oh, yeah, he's taller than Hogan. Oh, okay, so yeah. he's he's near the seven. H- Hogan's there. not as tall as he used to. You know, the thing about wrestlers, are they usually add a little bit of height to themselves. Yeah. Oh, so Hogan's not 6'9"? I don't think so. He's probably about 6'7", six, 6'6". Six, six. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, well, Andre the Giant was not as gigantic as you thought. Either. I mean, he was about seven. I mean, he's huge. Mm. But I mean, he's, I don't think he was seven. But then they say seven, seven foot four or something, seven, like, something that. like that. I don't think. It was. But I mean, he's the kind of guy that he was could have been at that t- at mm. one time. But because of his weight and bone structure, he started, you know, getting smaller, I would imagine. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, yeah. sure. Uh, well, you know, I saw him on David Letterman. Mm-hmm. And man, I, and Dave's a big guy. Dave's, Dave's like not a small guy. Dave's like six two, six three, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's just he's tiny next yeah, to the, yeah, next to yeah, next yeah, to Andre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, so yeah, I'm sorry. You wanted to do you? Want well, to we'll, we'll we'll move away from that. You know, okay, so, so, I just I can't. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, so you've never been to wrestling. No, I've been to wrestling yeah. a billion times. You wow. know, I've, I've wow. seen. You know, I've seen Hogan. I've seen Macho Man. I've seen. <sighs> man, that's amazing. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Wow. I really envy that. I remember I remember seeing Macho Man. I think if I remember correctly, he was wearing one of those purple glittery. Oh, robes, I'm sure. You know? I'm sure. And with the with the neon green cowboy yeah. hat. Oh man. Nah. I was dude. Yeah. Dude. Macho Man was my was my Oh, man I love Macho Man. Back I mean, in the day. He was just an amazing guy. He was really a wrestler before his time. He uh, Steamboat was ahead of his time too. Mm. Um a lot of people it, it was a very, very difficult era. Back in the late '80s, not late '80s. Did I say late '80s? The or the late '70s, early '80s, because you still had the old school guys that were really out of shape that would drink all night and you know, <laughs> and just like never do a push up or anything. And then you had people like coming along that with pure athleticism, like a Ricky Steamboat, who spent time in the gym and was just absolutely on fire. And it's just mm. like it must have been very difficult for Steamboat to pull a good match out of these, you know, like mm. old timers who were like panting for air after three minutes of, you know, doing right, right, And that's right, why right, right, right. Rick Flair and Ricky Steamboat were just like a match made in heaven because you guys, they had basically the same height and weight and they, God knows they knew wrestling both. And and that's why they had some of the most legendary mm-hmm. matches around. You know, if, if you ever have a chance to see some of those matches, they really are good. Uh, I mean, and it's, it's really uh, nice to see them because I've seen a couple of, of their matches in Japan back in the day that were digitally remastered and you know especially now that i kind of understand what's going on a little bit of thinking mm. wow that really was perfectly executed yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow he really did protect flair on that move wow flair really did protect mm. uh ricky's neck on that and so no wonder they could do two of those shows and it was really really well done that's right sometimes, so, sometimes they were doing two and three a day weren't they yeah and so it's just like when when i appreciate now and i can res- and i really respect you know, properly executed moves. Mm. It's like, yeah, that was good stuff. <laughs> yeah, they were really good together. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It's fun stuff to watch. It is. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the one thing I want, and I think I've told you this before. I think the last time we talked about wrestling, I told you about this, mm-hmm. uh, and this will be the last thing. Okay. Uh, when I was in Saipan, mm-hmm. or uh, yeah, Saipan, Saipan. Okay. Yeah. When I went to Saipan, uh, we were staying at the Hyatt Regency. Okay. And I had to go down to the front desk for some reason. Mm-hmm. Have I told you the story? No, no, no. I don't, oh, okay. I don't, I've never heard okay. the story. So um, I go down to the I 
go down the elevator mm-hmm. and I get out and I'm walking into the, the front area mm-hmm. and it's one of these open air. Sure, sure, sure. I know what you're saying. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Tropical, like tropical tropical hotels, right? Now. So the 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 front desk area, mm-hmm. it's under the building. No, I understand. But the sides are all open. Sure, okay. sure, sure. So I come down and there's uh Enoki. Oh, Antonio yeah. Enoki. Yeah, Antonio Enoki. Wow. He, he's standing there. Yeah. Anybody that doesn't know him, he's a giant, huge oh. He was a wrestler here in Japan. Yeah. Giant, huge, not in stature. I mean, he was a big guy, but I mean, right. he's just like legendary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Antonio you, Inoki. You put Ric Flair and Hogan in the same kind of uh, area, and Antonio Inoki's that big here yeah, in Japan. Yeah, yeah. He's huge. So there he is. He's standing there. Wow. And I'm like, oh, Inoki. And I yeah. just shook his hand and uh-huh. said hi. Because yeah. he was there by himself. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he was just standing there. Wow. And I was like, oh, and he, you know... Spoke a little bit of English, uh-huh. but we just said hi, and yeah. then I, you know, left him alone. Um, the next day, mm-hmm. when I went down to the pool, mm-hmm. there were a dozen wrestlers. Wow, Japanese wrestlers. I, uh-huh. I didn't know any of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. You uh-huh. know, I mean, I didn't go over yeah, and you know, talk or anything, yeah. but you know, they were all there tanning in their yeah, little uh-huh. shorts and yeah, muscles uh-huh. and everything. Yeah. You know, that's I cool. thought that was kind of cool. That's really yeah. cool. I didn't know you met him. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Meeting a wrestling match. Yeah, yeah, actually, awesome. I was like, oh. Dude, and, and especially back then, he was still wrestling then. Yeah. Right. This would have been 2000, maybe 2001. Oh, okay. Uh, I could have been retired then. I don't know. Yeah. It was about 2001, I mm-hmm. think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That's a fun story. Stuff. That's a great story. That's a great way to end. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for listening to Mother's Place podcast mm-hmm. this week. Hope we didn't bore you with the wrestling. Uh, Let's see if any other questions came in before we get there. Uh, ladies wrestling for a moment. Bridget the Midget's famous bite your knee technique. <laughs> I never heard that. Great, great thing. Thank you. Remember. Coco, uh, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, Eddie Guerrero. He God died, rest. right? Oh, yeah. He died. God rest his soul. Frog splash, lion cheat. Yeah. I, I like the atomic drop. They never use that anymore. Dikishi. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, Dikishi. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Coco Beware. Yeah. I remember him. Brutus Beefcake. Oh, sure. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Mm, brother Love. Brother Love, Road Warriors, Heart. Yeah, I see. I remember this is the wrestling I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was good stuff. Yeah. Okay, so thanks for listening to Molly's Place. Mm. Um, is it windy out? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Uh, as usual, if you're wanting to keep a, keep up with us mm-hmm. via social media, via social media, uh, you can get us at www.mullysplace.com. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Molly's Place, if you want to leave any comments mm. for Dave, because nobody ever leaves comments for me. Um, <laughs> Actually, can I give one thing? <laughs> sure. Uh, the guy that left a comment for me, thank you again for that. And I did respond. Yes, you Surprisingly did. Surprisingly enough, I did respond. I saw that. Yeah. And I we, know everybody was surprised about this. And we've got a mosquito flying around in front yeah. of my face. Yeah, we've got a, mos- a skeeter. Uh, so we'd also like to request, if you're listening to us mm. on iTunes, mm. if you could take a second to uh, leave a rating for us. Um, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Please. <laughs> yeah, so I wish there was. I wish there was. Oh, hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah, I love hacksaw. I wish there was uh, some uh, some fancy some fancy wrestling outro that we could do, but I guess not. <laughs> so um, yeah, I guess we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. This is Molly. This is Dave. Woo! Woo! Keep it between the lines. <laughs>